Oxford, Michigan, he is coming to the Legacy Center. Join Jason Fox as he brings his one-man motivational live stage show to Oxford's Legacy Center. It happens on Friday night, September the 9th, beginning at 8 p.m. Tickets will be available at the door for $10 a piece, but this is a show intended for age 18 and over. Come be inspired. Come be motivated. Come see the host of the PFC Podcast Network. Come see Jason Faust live September the 9th, beginning at 8 p.m. from the Legacy Center in Oxford, Michigan. Located at 925 South LaPierre Road, M24, across the street from Meyer. It's close to the heart lot at the Legacy Center in Oxford, Michigan, September the 9th. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus. And over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC podcast network powered by Anchor.fm. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Klaus, and you are listening to the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I realize I am later than hell <laughs> uh, with this week's episode, and uh, you know, I try. I've I've made I've mentioned it before several times. I try very very hard to maintain a a consistent schedule in terms of when this show drops and what you guys are used to. And if it's not there, like there's a handful of people that if, if, if the show's not on the feed, uh, by the time they wake up on, on a Tuesday morning, like they're sending me messages wondering what the hell's happening. So, um, I have no excuse other than the fact that time just gets away from me. And like I lost a day last week somewhere and uh, it just, I realized, you know, 
at the 11th hour, like there was just no way I was going to be, be able to get something substantial done and uploaded in time. And I didn't want to half-ass it, but at the same time, I wanted to get something on here. I hate going a week without dropping a new show, right? I just, it, it sticks in my crawl, as they say. And, um, but the silver lining is, as I was getting ready to uh, record this this episode here, a meme came across my radar, as it often t- oftentimes does, that, you know, I'll sit there and, like, the people who, who make these things, they don't get enough credit, right? Because there's a million and a half memes on social media, and it's easy to, I mean, something has to really catch your eye, like, one or two keywords or the background or or something that is going to entice people to stop scrolling for a second and actually read what's there this one and it was a combination it was a combination and i thought man this this some bitch really resonates at this particular time and i <laughs> The background itself is like um, like an old school, like very old school. Uh, it, well, it almost looks like Dracula's castle. You know, what you would imagine Dracula's castle would look like. Um, just based on, you know, previous stories and renditions that were filmed for movies and things of this nature. Like, this is what this thing looks like. But the words is what really caught my attention and i don't really know why i mean because there's it's not like there was those two or three words that stood out but but they did and it 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 was enough for me to stop and actually look at this thing and it resonated and i'll explain why but it says this i grew to understand that people don't always build walls to keep others out it's done out of out of necessity to protect whatever is left within now i get this wholeheartedly on both sides of the equation as it affects me personally and being around people that this affects personally because when you are dealing with something like this on on your own when you're dealing with something like this in with your own life with your own scenarios like you're going to have a different um view on it you're going to have different feelings about it you're going to have different just a whole different outlook on on this particular saying this meme uh, because I can relate to being the one that put the walls up to keep others out. But here very recently, I was uh, I found myself on the outside of the walls because somebody who means a whole hell of a lot to me is trying to protect whatever is left within. And that's based on her previous experiences and all of all of the bullshit that she's had to deal with. Now, 
this can correlate into a different into a sidebar a very long detailed sidebar but i'm going to try to keep that at bay as best as i can i want to talk i want to talk about what's presented here first in the fact that as somebody who threw walls up to keep people out i i got that that was me i was i mean 100 percent that was me for the longest, longest, longest time. Like I would not, I, there, I mean, less than a handful of people have had unprecedented access to what makes me tick. And these are people that I would, I trust wholeheartedly. I like, I would, I, I would trust the well-being of my children in, in their care. Okay. I would trust though I would trust that they would have my best interest at the forefront and not be one one of these fair weathered fucks that will stab you in the back at the first sign of what they would perceive as a better opportunity other than maintaining some sort of friendship or re or relationship with me personally or professionally doesn't really matter as somebody who has been screwed over many, 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 many times, I mean, on just about every conceivable level, for the longest time, my self-esteem was in the absolute toilet, man. I did not feel good about myself at all. And the one thing that, the one thing in my life that I had that made me feel better than I did any other waking moment of the day was when I could flip a switch and become this persona that I personified within the realms of professional wrestling. Like I was able to become a character that ultimately, and, and the success of that character is because that's who I was. That's who I wanted to be. What the volume turned up to about, I don't know, a million. Because in my in my real life, in my personal life, like I let a lot of shit slide to this day. Like I'll sit here on the air and, and I'll tell the world that, you know, I'm not the same person I was a year ago. And I'm not. And a lot of the shit that I have let, I had let slide then no longer applies here and now. But that's not to say that I do not take a lot of shit. I put up with a lot of shit. I turn my eye to away from a lot of it. I turn a deaf ear to it. Because it goes back to... And we kind of talked about this on the Klaus and Q show, which airs monthly over on Orion Neighborhood Television. You pick and choose your battles. You pick and choose your battles because you don't you don't want to get to a point to where what you say becomes just white noise. Like what you say should always hold water. What you say should always mean something to whoever it is that you're talking about when you are discussing things such as well i don't know how the fuck you feel about stuff because i mean that's kind of important 
as somebody for the longest time who would who would take all of that negativity, all of that, I mean, all of it, and I would I would swallow it down, man. Like I would not I would not sell it. I would not. I mean, well, publicly, um, I wouldn't acknowledge it. I wouldn't do anything. I would I would totally no sell it to the point to where it was perceived that I I have these nerves of steel. Truth be told, I had been at that point in my time, I had been considered something of, of a machine, of a robot, somebody who didn't really tap into their feelings or at least bring them out to the public forefront. You know why? Because I was reaching a point to where I didn't trust a goddamn person. It got to a point to where I I questioned everybody and everything. I questioned everything that they said. I questioned everything that they did. And I had this preconceived notion that what they were telling me and what they were doing was under false pretenses. And inevitably, this was going to come back around and pff, stab me right in the fucking back. Or worse, right in the heart. I've encountered both. So yeah, you're goddamn right. Though I built walls. I built walls to protect myself at the, at, at that time. That's how I perceived it. I perceived it as I was protecting myself from the outside world which was cruel. Cruel people out and it sucks when the ones that, that you think that you can count on ultimately are the, are, are the ones leading the charge to orchestrate your downfall because they, they're going for that personal level. They're going for the parts that they know will knock another person down to their knees in an attempt to keep them there and to step over top of them as they try to embark on whatever the fuck it is that they're doing. I've done this, man. I held, I held those walls in place for a long time. Now, there have been people who have tried to infiltrate. There are people who have tried to exploit that. They like they tried to come in all lovey dovey and all oh, I got your back and I believe in what you're doing. I believe in who you are. You're a good person. You're this, you're that. They hung the moon with you. Come to find out they're they're holding a dagger right behind their back, and as soon as that opportunity arises, it's plunged right in. In, in between your shoulder blades. Now, it took one, one significant person to emerge in my life and completely change the game. As far as I was concerned, on an individual basis. For the first time ever, I had felt like, I felt a sense of calm. I felt a sense, I felt a sense of trust that I had never, ever experienced before.
on levels that I never knew existed. And over the course of time, I found myself start knocking down these layers of these walls that I had built to protect myself from the outside world. But here this individual comes. And theoretically had a wrecking ball because their presence and what they brought to the table meant so many emotions on so many levels that it was it wasn't a conscious effort i can tell you that it just happened i found myself becoming more and more comfortable levels of comfort i had not felt with another individual in a very long time i'm talking years and a lot of them so it is possible okay there it is possible to come across that person that allows you the feelings of you being able to bring your guard down and when that happens there is a degree of weight that is lifted off your shoulders there is a degree of anxiety that goes to the wayside there is a degree of of depression that just kind of melts away because somebody has emerged that checks all these imaginary boxes in our brains as to an acceptable human being as someone who is on a a pretty significant level to where you feel like you can drop your guard a little bit. Well, for me, it was a lot, but that's a story for another time. Ironically, it's the same individual that I realize that is doing and dealing with the second part of that meme, and it is they've built walls not to protect themselves from the outside world, but to protect what's left within. Now, when this some bitch come across my radar, it was at a time where, I mean, it could not have been a more opportune time. Because I needed to see that. I needed to read that. I needed to apply that in a situation to where I was fixing to go off the motherfucking rails. Because I had reached, or at, at that point I had thought, I had reached the breaking point. Now, anybody who knows me, and for the benefit of those who don't really, let me explain something. I am not one of those individuals that just talks for the sake of hearing my own voice, because as I have documented, I am not a real big fan of how I sound. Which is a fucked up thing to say when you consider that my public persona deals with, well, talking. You dig it. That's why I do it. That's that's where it's at. And the only reason I would go back and listen to myself is because 
Like, I need to hear it firsthand so I can fix things and improve on things somewhere down the line. Sidebar, right? But my point here is, I found myself coming to the realization in the midst of something of a conflict. A conflict in terms of, you know, an, an, an argument, a disagreement. Raw emotion took over and, like, I was really trying to process a lot of hard-hitting information all at one time. And when something, especially of that magnitude, happens, like, my brain splinters into a million different ways as to how I'm going to deal with the situation or handle the situation or whatever you want to say. And I took into consideration after reading this meme that this is where a lot of the conflict that I was involved in, this is where it stemmed from. Now, before we get to that part, I kind of want to tie up this part here and saying it's okay it's okay to do what you feel like you need to do to protect the most vulnerable pieces of your existence your mind your soul i get it man I would never I will I would never come on the air here and say don't build walls. That's the last thing you want to do. No, I'm not going to say that. Because those walls are important. Those walls allow us the time to in our minds to regroup. Those walls provide us in our minds this sense of security from the outside world who in our minds at that particular point in time are simply out there to try to fuck us every which way and twice on Sunday. I get it. But here's the thing, and, and this is the delicate balancing act here. You will never again enjoy the feelings that come with being with an individual or spending time with an individual that gets you. All your good, all your bad, and all of your ugly. You get somebody like that in your life, even as hard as you try to maintain the strength, the durability, and the credibility of those walls that you have built around your soul and your heart, you will never give yourself a chance to really enjoy the good people that still remain in this world because they are out there. You just got to find them. 
That's all there is to it. They're there. So before I go into the next part of this, let's run a quick timeout. I mean a quick timeout. A quick sidebar. This oh. is beautiful. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Klaus to the Heart podcast right after this. There is a new destination for the official online store of the PFC Podcast Network. If you're a fan of our shows, and obviously you are, or else you would not be listening to this right now, you can check out all of the, the latest t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, cups, glassware, anything under the sun that have the various designs and logos from all of our shows here on the network. Head on over to cafepress.com forward slash PFC Network for your official merchandise of the PFC Podcast Network and all of our great shows. The Klaus and Q Show has become one of the more popular shows on ONTV and for the first time ever, we're inviting you, our listening audience, to join the festivities. At our August episode, we will be inviting, for the first time ever, a live studio audience to watch Q and I embark on our broadcast. And then afterwards, you will have an opportunity to be a part of the show with a Q&A session. For all the latest information, check out the Klaus and Q Show over on Facebook, or you can find all the latest information at klaustotheheart.net. Be a part of a very special edition of the Klaus and Q Show. It's coming this August to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television. Welcome back to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Certainly appreciate you, uh, well, number one, uh, tuning in this week, obviously, first and foremost, because, I mean, without you listening, there would be no point in doing this. And number two, appreciate your patience, because this is a little bit uh, later than this particular show drops. And... Um, you know, like I said earlier in the program, you know, we try to keep things on something of a schedule, but I mean, you know, life happens, right? So, um, I spent the first segment of this episode diving into the first of really two parts of this particular meme that came across my radar. Now, as I alluded to earlier, you know, I'm a guy that obnoxiously tries to find the silver lining and everything. Like, I feel like at times I do more harm trying to trying to shine silver lining or a more positive spin on somebody's particular situation than helping them, you know, because it just, I get to be obnoxious about it. But at the same time, that is who I am like I I at this stage of my life I absolutely refuse to be subjected 
to a non-stop, a continuous barrage of fuckery, negativity, bullshit. I got no time for it. Now, there's going to be things that come across that I have to address. Like, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Nothing, I like, I have, I'm, I'm in this shit. I need to take care of it. And then I'm moving on. I don't give it a second thought more often than not. And, like, I've had people ask me, dude, how do you do it? How do you just shut it down? Are you suppressing? Are you are you swallowing? Are you swallowing all that down so you don't have to think about it? No, because I know what that is. I know what that feels like because I spent the good portion of my life doing just that. It's not that I'm suppressing anything at this point. I have nothing to suppress. I'm just choosing on. I'm not making a conscious choice. As to how I'm going to spend my time, my thoughts. I'm not, I mean, unless it's something that has a direct impact on my life and my well-being. Or that of somebody like my family, somebody that, you know, means everything to me, means, you know, they're not just an acquaintance. Like, they are somebody to me. You know, something happens where their well-being is in, is, is in danger of being compromised. Um, you know, somebody's going to fuck around and find out. And that's, that's, that's not a place you want to be. So, my point here is, at this stage, I know this is going to come as something of a shock, <laughs> especially if you've been paying any any attention in the last, oh, I don't know, eight months as to everything happening. Um, well, I just don't give a fuck. To be honest with you. Um, like I, there's, I, I, like I'm an optimist at heart. I try to look for the best in everything. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But, um, <laughs> you know, there are, there are people out there, unfortunately, a lot of them, that, their, their basis of satisfaction comes with causing drama, turmoil, chaos, and everything on, under that umbrella to somebody else because they're lacking some sort of fun, fundamental feeling in, in their soul. Like some, some, something isn't connecting. And that's how they justify being a butthole as a rule of thumb just in general that's their existence who is that guy he's a butthole you don't even have a fucking name at that point you're just oh, he's just a butthole 
how bad does it have to get for you to realize that you have become that person that no longer has a name as an identity. You're known as a butthole. Now, where am I going with this? I'm illustrating one particular type of person that brings that kind of negativity to your life to the point to where, as I discussed earlier, you build walls in an attempt, in your mind, in an attempt to keep people like that out of your immediate existence. Now, here is the way I broke this thing down. Because it's not written to be broke down, but I broke it down. Now, to recap, it said, I grew to understand that people don't always build walls to keep others out. It's done out of a necessity to protect whatever is left within. That's the part that got me. Okay? That's the, that, that part, that second sentence, is what drew me to this thing and what conjured up a lot of feelings. Because as I alluded to, when I read this, and this is probably why things materialized to the point to where I was late recording and late dropping this episode. It's because of this thing right here. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not going to go too far into the woods, but I'm going to give you a pretty good idea. At the time that I read this, I was in the midst of something of, we'll call it a misunderstanding. Okay. Because I have long time been a person who orchestrated the behavior of the first part of that meme. I am the guy that built the walls to keep people out. That was my mentality. That's all I had known. Because I had been in constant defense mode. And at the time up until very, very recently, I guess, as I did some soul-searching, I realized that there are different layers, there are different levels of defense mode. While I am an individual who built walls to keep people out, it wasn't until it was presented to me in such a way that people have built walls to save whatever is left within. Now, what triggered this for me, what made this register so deep for me, is because that the other person in question is the one that means the most. And it just so happened that this thing came to my attention at a time that she and I 
we're not necessarily seeing eye to eye on a particular topic. I realize I'm being vague. That's the way it is. But I can I can still illustrate my point without having to give details. So everybody you know that put their ear a little bit closer to the speaker can take a breath and relax. It, it it'll be okay. You'll still get the point, I promise. Now. It is uh it takes Moments of opportunity. Those stars aligned for a split second. A split second for this, for me to be late recording and dropping this episode. To being involved in a personal misunderstanding. And then this thing comes across my radar to put everything in perspective. Because it was at that point that when I read that, it triggered as to what exactly was happening on the other side of the misunderstanding. There are walls up to protect what's left within. And I didn't think about it like that. Because that is an example of not having any kind of experience with one of many, 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 many different scenarios and situations and environments that causes the building of these walls. Like the damage is being done. And in an act of mental desperation, as they're trying to figure out what the fuck, you know, what to do here. What's, What's the right way? What's the right answer? Now, generally, when you're dealing with situations like this, there is some degree of abuse, some level. Some situations not as frequent, maybe not as bad. Other ones, absolute hell on earth. The most unimaginable kind of circumstances that you can conjure up people are dealing with real people like this ain't the fucking movies this ain't something you're going to see on a daytime soap opera this is real fucking life with real people with real emotions i've gotten to a point in my life and especially when 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 i'm talking about her in any way shape or form in a professional setting in a personal setting like there is a degree of feelings and emotions that go into play anytime anytime 
I am in some sort of conversation either with or about. Like, I realize that so many people out there feel like that they are stuck in their particular situation that can be described as nothing short as dire for however many reasons. The fact of the matter is, and it boils down to this one thing, and I and I I get wholeheartedly. Like I didn't then. I I I didn't used to. But as I became more aware of an of an actual real life scenario and I was learning more. Not just based on what I heard, but what I observed. Like you've heard you've heard the cliche actions speak louder than words. Like I'm I'm hearing what people say, but a lot of times their actions don't necessarily correlate with what 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 they're saying. On the other hand, there are people who will say just enough, but their presentation speaks volumes as to the degree as to what's happening. Because here's the thing. When you are encountering behavior, when you are the subject of behavior, the target of behavior that is altering, and not for the better, I might add, your the way you think, the way you feel, the way you fundamentally exist, while all of that is going on piece by piece by piece, it is breaking apart a piece of their soul. Some of it never comes back. Some of it is just fucking pulverized. Other ones, they're damaged, but they're still there. So while, all, while this constant barrage of attack is happening, they're building these walls not to keep the people out, because in their particular situation, it may be a thing where they feel like it is a no escapes situation. Like they have to deal with what's happening and from the person it's happening. Their significant other, their spouse, you know, generally that's what happens. When there's a situation like this, it is very much on a domestic level, like a couple, you know what I mean? Not all the time, obviously, because you've heard of situations where father and son have gotten into an argument, son takes a swipe, dad knocks his fucking ass out. I mean, that happens. But that's more of a physical attack. Like, I'm sure once Junior picked his, his busted up carcass off the floor, they went and had a beer and a chuckle after. That generally does not happen on the other side of the equation. So the walls were built to save what was left within. And with that, an understanding 
and, and being an outsider looking in and seeing that's exactly, it may not have been worded like that because, you know, for the, for a while I would, I, I would question myself, like, what the fuck am I doing wrong here? Things that at the time I just didn't think about, it just didn't click. It didn't occur. Not because I don't care because I just didn't know. But as, you know, with anything, like nobody wake, n nobody's born and knows everything about everything. Like, I know a little about a lot of shit, but like under no circumstance am I going to sit here and be like, yeah, I, ask, me, ask me anything. I, I've got the answer because, well, I'm Mr. Fucking Know-It-All. And when, when you take a basic, basic's the wrong word. When you demonstrate that what that other person has gone through, like when, when, when you realize what is happening, a number of things are going to happen with you. Number one, you are going to change a portion of your approach with everything when you are dealing with this individual. Because you now have a better understanding as to the level of hurt and healing that is trying to happen. And if you give a fuck about that person at all, you will do whatever you need to do to be the person that they need you to be in what is probably the most crucial time in the healing process. Dare I say, a crucial time in their lives, especially if they are in a situation where they are trying desperately to change the course of action, to change the course that their lives are on and subsequently how their personal story goes. Because let's face it, unless you're walking a mile in, in their shoes, you've got no shit and idea what's happening. You just got to go on what you hear, what, what, what you're told. But I swear to God, if, if you know somebody, if you are involved with somebody on any level, that is recovering, that is healing from such angles and degrees of every kind of abuse under the sun. You are going to do whatever you can to be what that person needs. And sometimes that re that all all you gotta do at times 
And, and look, it could be a balancing act. You could have the best of intentions, and that just wasn't the right move on that particular time. But you learned, right? You, because it's moments like this that you really, if you are truly invested in a healthy, meaningful, long-term relationship, you got to get on, on the mindset that it ain't all about you. I mean, if you if that is the mentality that you go into a relationship with, that it's all about you, you might as well just go ahead and do you and everybody else a favor, stay single and fuck yourself. Because it ain't all about you. Especially if, if we're talking about a personal relationship. Personal as personal gets. Significant other, spouse, partner, whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. When you change the mindset that the walls that are built, the walls that are keeping you in your mind, that are preventing you from being where or who or what you want to be in this particular scenario, you are not the sole reason why those walls are there. It's not a personal attack on you, Jack. It is a defense mechanism to protect what, what they've got left that they're trying to restore, rebuild. And whether you realize it or not, you may be doing something that's triggering a chain reaction that is preventing the healing process. This is where communication really is crucial on both sides. And not nobody's going to do everything perfectly in this scenario. There's no owner's manual. There's no step-by-step -step instruction. Nothing. I mean, you, you, you're flying by the seat of your pants. And oftentimes you get out, you feel overwhelmed. So much shit happening, so many emotions happening. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to think. You just, you just let it fucking just, it's like you pulled a ripcord and this fucking trap door opens and a mound, I mean a fucking mound of dirt just comes crashing down on you in an attempt to bury you. Or you could be the one who's standing on the outside watching that happen. That individual means anything to you, you are going to fucking haul ass over there and dig them out. Or at least let them know you've got the shovel if they want it. If they're refusing help. See, people deal with shit differently. And it's not necessarily what you're doing. I mean, that could, that could play into it. Make no mistake about it. But, because that's what they know, that's, that's how they combat similar feelings 
that they've experienced previously that were, by and large, at bare minimum, less than awesome. Us, the outsiders looking in, not necessarily, I don't like putting it that way because that just sounds awful. Like there's no personal connection. That's not the case. I'm just saying there's like an invisible force field. We'll, we'll, we'll use that. Like you could see in there, you're only, you're only going to get so far before you. <laughs> you went, <laughs> you took one step too far. Now what happens is, is with time, with patience, with understanding. Like that, what's happening on the inside that you may not even realize because you're still in the mindset that the only reason why this force field is up has everything to do with your existence. That is not the case. Sometimes it is, yes, but that is not the case a lot of times because... You have to understand, you ain't the only motherfucker that's got feelings. And you don't probably know the whole story, everything that's happened, everything that's been seen, heard, done, and otherwise. You can assume. You can kind of try to put together your own narrative but at the end of the day it won't probably won't even scratch the, the, the surface patience is key just something to think about on this week's show and I certainly appreciate you tuning in and um, listen all roads are leading to the Legacy Center in Oxford, Michigan, Friday night, September the 9th, 8 p.m. start, Close to the Heart Live. Uh, I am very much looking forward to, to this. Uh, more information is going to be released this week for the show, and uh, hopefully uh, you will make your plans. And then another quick programming note. Um, it's coming up quick, the, the live Klaus and Q show with a live studio audience. That is on August the 12th, a week. From this Friday, live on ON TV. And for the first time ever, we are going to be inviting a studio audience, our fans, our supporters that watch the show, that's a fan of the show, and obviously the fans of the PFC Podcast Network. So we hope that you will plan on joining us. And if the weather cooperates, we're actually going to do this thing outside the studio, which which will be cool. There will be a cool, you know, very cool dynamic. Um, so with that, go out this week, be awesome to yourselves and to each other, make a positive impact. It will make your day, their day, and you will feel a whole hell of a lot better about life at that moment. So with that, we will see you next week right here on the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC podcast network powered by anchor.fm.